you're listening to How I See It, hosted by Han. You guessed it, that's me. I am here to motivate and inspire you with guests from all different industries and backgrounds. So get ready for personal stories of success, of growth, full of highs and lows, and of course, unapologetic realness. This is How I See It. Hi, you guys. Happy New Year. Welcome back to the podcast. I thought I would start with a solo episode. I ended the year with a solo. thought I would start with a solo. I feel like 2024 is already crazy, like in a good way, but I feel like it can be really overwhelming moving into the new year, especially if you're active on social media, which a lot of us are. I think it can get very intimidating. I would even argue almost anxiety inducing because there's so much pressure to like start the new year, right? Make these routines and goals and reflect. And I just think taking a little bit of space last week, like I took some time off last week, took time to reflect and sit and think. And now I'm moving into the new year, like this week, feeling a little bit more motivated and put together. I guess I wanted to start the episode by saying if you don't have your resolutions or you don't know what your goals are for this year, or you feel like a little chaotic and that like you're still tired from the holidays, it's completely normal and okay. And you're just not seeing that on social media right now because everyone's posting their ins and outs. If you haven't seen that, it's essentially like what's in for the new year and like what habits am I bringing in for the new year? And then like, what am I leaving out? And so I think a lot of social media can be amazing and motivating and inspiring. I hope you feel that from my pages and the podcast, but it can be really intense and overwhelming as well. Like even for me, like I, like I said, really needed last week to like take a break. I didn't get to take time off in between Christmas and New Year's. And I really just knew I needed a recharge, but I felt so much anxiety taking time off because all I could see was like everyone's resolutions and vision boards and like how motivated they were to start. And I just like, wasn't there yet. So if you're feeling that too, I'm right there with you. I am feeling definitely a bit better this week. It being like the second week of January. And I took like the end of last week to start really reflecting and thinking about what I wanted to see in all pillars of my life. And I'm very, very into like setting goals and intentions for the new year. If you've been here for a while, you know how important motivation and like routines and like setting goals and affirmations is to me. And so this time of year is definitely really important. I just think that we can all take the pressure off of ourselves a little bit, but I'll start with an affirmation just to like set the tone because all solo episodes start with an affirmation. And this is one that I've been repeating since the new year started, but I welcome the new year and new opportunities with confidence and positivity. Super important to me to start the new year in like positivity because I felt like 2023 was so hard. Like I've said so many times and like, I have a really good feeling about this year for like everything and for everyone. I just feel like there's this new energy and I'm really, really excited. So I wanted to speak that over myself. I'm deserving of rest and recharge, which we're going to get into today. Like you are deserving of rest and recharge. Like you don't have to just throw yourself in. If you feel that way, great. I definitely am starting to feel that now, but I think the last week and a half has been definitely tiring and it's been very slow. So if you're not feeling it quite yet, I just want to speak over you. You're deserving of rest and recharge. And I'm worthy of having everything I desire and I'm proud of everything I've accomplished. So that's like a three-tier affirmation, but there you have it. I'll put it in the show notes as well. I just now 
not just now, but like the end of last week, put together my 2024 goals and routines that I want to implement, things I want to do better at, and the things that I want to speak over myself this year. So if you haven't done that yet, like I just did it. So don't feel pressure, like I said. But I will say I wanted to make this episode because I want to encourage you to write down your goals in some capacity. I'm very intense about it. So I'm going to get into like the logistics of how I do it personally. But at the very least, I would encourage you to just write down some things that you really want to work on this year in each pillar of your life. And I'll get into those pillars and how you're going to do it. I've always been very self-motivated. I just find setting goals to be like super motivating. And I think when you're an entrepreneur, like you really need that self-motivation going into the new year after a holiday can be like kind of hard. And so I think that this type of exercise can really get motivation going and get your brain, I don't know, kind of thinking about the ways you want to improve. Um, And we all want to grow and improve. If you're listening to this podcast, you definitely believe in self-improvement and growth. So the way I do it, I'll just hop right in. I break down the pillars of my life and I always talk like the pillars, but like the main pillars, like business, mental health, um, physical, relational. So I break it down and then I just go into each category and write out the things I want to accomplish in the new year. And then off of that, like how I'm logistically going to do that. So not just like open statements of like, for instance, like I want to hit 50k this year on Instagram. Like that's a big business goal for me since my business is around social media. To put that is great, but like how am I actually going to do it? Like how am I going to make sure I increase viewership? How am I going to bring more people to my page? And I think it's important to write it down and also think about it. Mindset and intention is everything, and I believe that strongly. So just breaking it down how. My dad actually taught me that. I've always been into like making lists and goals, but he really pushed me especially when I started a business to like actually ask myself like how I'm going to do it. I believe in like manifesting and speaking stuff over ourselves, obviously, but I do think there's a level of like complacency in that stuff sometimes where we like want so many things for ourselves, but we don't actually have like a game plan. And I think that's important. Like I want to start focusing on more styling videos. You guys loved those at the end of this year. So like how I'm going to do that is I'm going to brainstorm the week prior, the videos I want to film and the styles I want to incorporate. And I'm going to pick one day a week where I bulk shoot those videos. Okay. So you get the picture. So moving into like the different pillars, mental health, obviously very important to me as you guys know. And if you're here, probably important for you too. So like I want to continue to push myself to grow and to work through some stuff I haven't addressed yet. And I really want to just be the best version of myself. I want to continue to heal. And I just want my mental health to obviously be in a good place. So how am I going to do that? Uh, For me, my how is that I really need to find a new therapist. Like I was in therapy for a bit, like four years and took a break And I want to find someone new. Like, how am I going to do that? So like it kind of trails off. You can keep asking how. And I think it's really important to have that like helicopter view. But I do think when it comes to making goals, it's super important to kind of get into the nitty gritties. And then relationally, like family, friendship, actual romantic relationships, like setting goals for that relationally with family boundaries was a huge one for me this year. I did my own Thanksgiving at my house. It was like the best Thanksgiving I ever had. So like 
How do I continue to hold boundaries in my life? Um, financial is another huge pillar. Like I want to start saving more money. Like how am I going to do that? I want to get into like the stock market. Like how am I going to do that? Physical, like fitness. I want to like continue Pilates and I want to keep running. I like, like to include like little fun goals as well. I've been running a lot this last year and it's definitely something I want to take into the new year. But like I want to do like an official like fun like race event like a city 10k or like some type of situation in this year you get it it sounds very obvious I personally feel that like people don't do this and I think it really really ingrains in your head subconsciously but also like it's a blueprint for how you want your year to go and how you're going to do it And it's something you can look over. Like it's one thing to think about it and another to actually write it down, whether it's physically or on my computer. I like to do it on my computer. That is pretty much what I do. And then I'm like super into vision board making. Um, A lot of people do theirs digitally, but I think it's really fun to make one with your friends. So I usually host like a little vision board party at my house where like I I'm obsessed with magazines. So I have like Vogue, Vanity Fair, Arc Digest. I'll dump the magazines on the ground, invite my girlfriends over and we'll make vision boards together. And it's something I don't do until like mid-January just to like kind of take the charge off of the new year and give people time to think about their goals. So definitely a good idea if you're into that as well. But I wanted to end the episode with the last kind of thing that I like to do. We're really hard on ourselves in general. Um, I'm really hard on myself. I think most of us are. And this last year was like incredibly difficult. I was very resilient this year and I'm really, really proud of that. And I I feel like it's awkward to even like say that out loud because we don't give ourselves like enough credit for the things that we've done and realized and the ways we've grown. And I kind of end it with like the realizations that I had this year big, small, minuscule, or like really impactful. And the ones that I'm going to take with me into the new year and like continue to pursue. Here are some of the realizations I had this year. I'll start out with the most obvious, the one I've expanded on the most. I feel like on the podcast, it's not weak to be vulnerable and have feelings. It's brave. It is very brave and courageous to have feelings and to care and to be vulnerable. I I'm someone that really cares deeply about everything. And I think I've caught myself like muting that part of myself a lot. I like really care about the people in my life. I care about things I'm doing. I, I for too long put on like a strong exterior. Um, workouts don't need to be intense, just effective. That is like a huge, huge lesson of my 2023. I have always had a really difficult relationship with my body and working out. That's definitely an episode I'll I'll do this year, but I've always been like pushing myself so intensely to go to like Barry's classes and Orange Theory and do all this crazy stuff to try and like burn fat and calories and stay in shape. And this year I just did like Legree Pilates, like reformer Pilates, and then ran once or twice a week. And it completely transformed my fitness life. Like I lost so much weight. I feel so much more confident. I feel like I am someone who runs on very high cortisol and I'm just very high stress all the time. So doing high stress workouts was just not effective for me. Definitely experiment if you feel like you haven't been seeing results or like if you feel like you live a high stress life, I would highly recommend like taking down your workouts to less 
less stressful workouts because it was very, very impactful for me. And I'm obsessed with Legree Pilates now. So highly recommend, especially if you're in San Diego, try out Elevate, love them. Next one, fear and growth are two sides of the same coin. You can't have one without the other. I'm not even going to expand. Just listen to the last episode on the podcast. It's a waste of energy and emotional bandwidth to stress for other people. Something I repeated nonstop this year was like not my circus, not my monkeys, because I was really trying to like affirm and remind myself that like other people's stress and like situations are like not my burden to carry. I'm someone who's like, very I don't want to say like I'm an empath because that sounds so annoying but like I really am and I care a lot about the people in my life and like I, I care a lot about what's going on um in my friends and family's life and I think that's important but like I've found myself my entire life like having anxiety for other people as well as myself <laughs> and um I obviously have talked a lot about my like mental health journey and so I really worked through a lot of my own anxiety but I caught myself this year realizing how much stress and anxiety I have for other people and the situations in their life and the choices they're making surrendering in this way was like a huge realization for me this year and exercising that when listening to my friends and like the problems that they were having in their life is something that I really, really had to work on. And I'm definitely carrying into the new year. I think there's a healthy balance between being there for your friends and also, you know, holding your own emotional boundaries and yeah, not my circus, not my monkeys was like a motto. Like you can be there for your friends. You can give people advice, but like if they don't take it, you know, that's not your problem and you can love and care for people, but you don't need to take on their stress and anxiety. Walking and going on walks is good for the body, soul, and mind. Oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with hot girl walks. Like I know that was like a thing for the last couple of years, especially during the pandemic, but like I fully become obsessed with going on walks. Like this last weekend, I just got the aura ring, which is like a new hyperfixation. But like we walked 20,000 steps all in one day. We just walked for like four or five hours. I realized how much of my like weekends I love to just spend relaxing. Like I don't really like to plan out my days fully and do a lot of things, but I caught myself just like chilling in my apartment instead of just like being outside. And so instead of like sitting and doing nothing, I found that like walking while I'm doing nothing is so good. It just feels so good. It's beautiful outside, especially in San Diego. I understand if you're like in the cold during the winter and that's not possible, but definitely would encourage you all to walk. If you can go on daily walks, go on sunset walks. They have relieved so much stress for me. They've provided me with so much mental clarity. I'm just obsessed with walking. Another one is supplementation can change your body and your mind, like taking your vitamins. I sound like a mom, take your vitamins. Like I feel like I've made everyone in my circle get on a supplement routine because of the impact I've seen in my own life by taking supplements for a long period of time, but also because of the amazing podcast guests I've had on this year that have just like really poured into me with their knowledge about taking vitamins. I've had a few functional nutritionists on. I've had an ex-pharmacist on who's talked about the importance of supplementation with your mental health. Definitely go look at those episodes if you're interested, but supplements and vitamins can change everything, your energy, your physical health, your mental health. Definitely do research. Definitely get on a routine. My non-negotiables are fish oil, magnesium, and a probiotic. I'm going to continue on the list. 
Everyone has a story and empathy goes a long way. Uh, staying curious and the healing journey are like huge topics on this podcast. Um, I feel like a lot of my healing journey has been like becoming a listener, like staying curious about everyone and everything instead of reacting first. I listen first and everyone has a story, everyone And staying curious has allowed me to listen long enough to realize that empathy for people in their story goes a long way. We all know this, like the way people react is a reflection of like their own story, but I don't think we take enough time to like really listen and realize that in the moments that are maybe a bit hard or when the communication is off and kind of going off of that. Do everything you can to make people feel seen and validated. That doesn't mean like overexude yourself and break your boundaries, but I am the person that people talk to. And even like, <laughs> I was telling someone this the other day, like random people always like open up to me, like even if I don't know them that well. And I, I find it to be such an honor and I'm so glad that people feel safe in that way. But I think it's because I truly try to do everything I can to make people feel seen and validated. And that sounds like hard work, but it doesn't have to be. I think there's in just in small ways, um, I feel like I really try and exercise just making people feel seen and validated. And I think I talked about it in an earlier episode, like very beginning of last year, but like I have just learned as a part of my healing journey that if you treat people the way that you want to be treated, like we know this, right? We learn it as kids. If you treat people the way you want to be treated, they usually reciprocate and replicate the way you act towards them. And I crave to be seen and validated. It's a huge part of my trauma and healing journey. And there's healthy ways to exercise that and receive it. And I just feel like in communication with friends, with family, with random people at your coffee shop, like do everything you can to make people feel seen and validated. Like even a few ways you can do that are like giving people eye contact when they're talking to you or like putting something down that you're working on to like listen to someone when they're telling you something, just validating people and their experience and feelings and reminding them they're not alone and being there like energetically in that way too can be incredibly impactful. This year was like a huge year that I exercised like taking more breaks. My friends will probably laugh listening to this because I work so much, but I actually have like taken more breaks this year, not working as much on the weekends. Like I work a little bit on the weekends, but not a lot. And like taking time for relaxation and recharge is so important. I've been told that my entire career (laughs) for the last six and a half years, and I never actually accepted it as truth or like practiced taking breaks. And I actually did this year and, um, it's been like very, very helpful for staying charged and not burning out. Like I used to experience intense burnouts because I was working seven days a week, all day, every day. And I finally started taking off Saturdays and Sundays. Like, of course I would do like a couple things, like if I needed to, but like really just stayed in the moment and stayed off my phone on Saturdays and Sundays. And it, I, I think I only burnt out like once this year, once or twice this year, maybe. And that was like record for me kind of going off of that, like time off your phone allows you to experience more aesthetic experiences. 
I am not promoting complete abandonment of phone, obviously, because it's my business. But I think taking time off your phone is so important. I've, again, like on the weekends, really tried to like stay off my phone more. If you've been following me on Instagram for a while, I feel like you could probably notice that I've like kind of taken the weekends to myself a bit. Like I'll share like aesthetic photos or like what I'm doing, but like I really try to not be on my phone on the weekends. And it has allowed me to have so much more appreciation for the small moments of life and the small moments of relax relaxation, but also it's allowed me more aesthetic experiences. And I call it aesthetic experience because my poetry teacher in college called it that. But essentially it's like the experiences you have when you're driving or walking or just doing something you love that just fill you with like gratitude and like make you almost like emotional in a way. I think a lot of people say it and we listen to it, but we don't do it. So taking, take it from someone who lives on their phone. It's really, really, really helpful. There's no greater joy than hanging around people who want to grow. Um, I've been talking with a lot of people recently about, um, just friendships and like how hard adult friendships can be. And I think that the key is to finding people who want to grow the way you want to grow. Um, I think that's when things get really hard is when we, it's normal to outgrow people, but I think that finding people who want to grow in the same way you do is really important. And it is like, I'm not even exaggerating when I say it is like one of the greatest joys to like be surrounded and hanging out with people who want to do better and be better. So kind of coming off of that, another thing that I've like wrote on this list is that reading is so important, not just for your intelligence, but for your growth. Um, Something that me and my friends have done this year speaks to their drive and passion for growth as well. We all started meeting for book club. And so we pick a book once a month and read together and talk about it. And not only has it like pushed me to think critically and exercise my intelligence, but also it's just been such a joy to like hang around people who want to like read and like talk about like self-help and growth and even talk about dumb things like conspiracy and talk about characters like there's no greater joy than like being around people who want to do better and be better and there's also a lot of value in reading okay two more one very light one but not very light because you should do it gua sha ice rolling and spf will transform your face and should not be negotiables I literally have it written like that. And you may be like rolling your eyes. Like really these last two are important. Yes, this is extremely important. Please wear your SPF. I have always worn SPF, but I've been diligent the last year and a half. And I've used the color science one. Um, I'm obsessed with it. I have it linked on my Instagram. If you need it, DM me. I feel passionately about this. Your face is forever. You don't get another face. Use SPF. Okay. Last one is that pivots aren't failures. Talked a lot about it on the podcast this year and lots of different episodes, specifically the one I can think of is with Meadow and Gabby of thoughts may vary. We talk a lot about pivoting and the pivots that are necessary for us to not only grow and evolve, but be successful. Pivots are necessary for ultimate growth And just because the plan to get somewhere changes doesn't mean the dream has to change. And it's okay if the way you get there 
starts to look different or you have to rewrite the blueprint or you have to make alternate plans just because you have to pivot doesn't mean that you're a failure or that your dream can't stay the same. I just want to like affirm and encourage you that like if you need to make a pivot or you need to like rewrite the blueprint or rewrite the strategy to get somewhere or to accomplish your dream or goal, like that doesn't make you a failure. And I think that you could argue that like messing up or something not working isn't exactly a failure. But if you are seeing it that way, which I was, I think that there are necessary failures without failure, just we wouldn't grow. And without failure, we wouldn't have any of these realizations that I listed out. So episodes will continue on per usual with guests. Um, Next week, I'm going to do a solo again, probably with Brittany and a few, but I have some really exciting people coming on. I'm really, really excited for 2024. I hope you guys are too. And um, I'm wishing you all the best. Thanks for listening and make sure to follow along on how Han sees it and how I see it. The pod. Happy new year, guys. Happy 2024. Thank God it's a new year. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I hope you leave here feeling motivated and inspired. Do not forget to rate and review the pod on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And don't forget to follow How I See It Pod so you can keep up with podcast updates and see who's coming on next. And if you're not already, come join the fam and follow at How Hand Sees It. Thank you guys. <laughs>